it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's program, episode number 800 of New Horizons. New Horizons is the weekly radio program and podcast from Blind Citizens Australia discussing issues of relevance to people who are blind or vision impaired. If you'd like to know more, have a look at the BCA website. This week we focus on national issues with a community survey having been released from Guide Dogs Australia. I spoke with Ian Edwards, Interim CEO of Guide Dogs Victoria, and Ben Moxie, who's an Assistive Technology Advisor with Guide Dogs New South Wales. Firstly, to find out more about Guide Dogs Australia. I'm Ian Edwards. I'm the um, current Interim CEO of Guide Dogs Victoria. I've been, um, I guess, engaged with with Guide Dogs for many years, both as a, a client and a supporter. So I first... Um, connected, I guess, with guide dogs in, in the early 90s and um, quite an experienced sort of guide dog handler. So I've been very much involved um, at a governance level and, and now um, now sort of an operations sort of level at guide dogs and very much involved with Guide Dogs Australia. So Guide Dogs Australia is made up at the federated model. So between each of the states of their own organisations, but each of the states work collaboratively around certain priorities and certain initiatives. So Guide Dogs Australia was initially sort of set up to think about what can we do better together and particularly it's become, I guess, more critical and more important as responsibility for disability supports and services moved across to the Commonwealth. So Guide Dogs Australia, which is made up of the state-based organisations and particularly, you know, Guide Dogs Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and South Australia, um, they work best. They work together on a couple of key national sort of priorities. So, advocating um, to government around government policy, and, and particularly very much involved with the disability, re- the current review of the NDIS, um, and but also will do advocacy around rideshare or taxi and rideshare issues, or it could be just in, involved with the Disability Royal Commission. So, there's a strong advocacy, but also where we do a lot of work around um, understanding what we do as a whole of organisation and how we have a much broader impact for people with low vision or blindness um, and where we might promote our services and supports. That makes a lot of sense and it's it's good to be able to coordinate this across a national level because many of the issues as you've previously identified are federal, federal issues and, and I note that uh, you specifically didn't mention Tasmania because of course visibility slash Guide Dogs Tasmania left the Guide Dogs Australia brand uh, in 2020 uh, yes. and uh, of course CEDAR, Seeing Eye Dogs Australia which is uh, run by Vision Australia is not part of Guide Dogs Australia, is that correct? No, that's correct. We do we do collaborate closely with um, Vision Australia and CEDA, particularly around some of the advocacy, because at the end of the day, we're both trying to, I guess, have better outcomes that you know for people who are blind and low vision, mm. particularly you know that government relations and 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 policy, you know, policy advocacy work. So we do quite work closely. But as far as um, organisations, we are two separate organisations, and and we run some of the same services, and we run some of the some different services. Mm. Ben, tell us about your role. I understand you're with Guide Dogs New South Wales. Yeah, that's correct, Vaughan. So I've been with Guide Dogs New South Wales for about the last six years. 
Um, and previously, I was working in the assistive technology field at another organisation for, for quite some time. So I've got quite a history in you know, assistive technology training and assessing. So um, that's how I came on board with Guide Dogs New South Wales when they launched technology services. I thought it would be an exciting opportunity and I've got a lot of respect for the organisation, obviously. So uh, I, I should say I, I am totally blind myself. I have been for about the last 23 years due to detached retinas. So I guess that's where the, the passion stem from. Nowadays, my role is an access and technology advisor. So um, as the, the name might imply, I get pretty heavily involved in access issues, both uh, in the built environment, but I mainly focus on, on digital accessibility concerns. So um, work a lot with external companies trying to improve things uh, across the board and, and internally as well at Guide Dogs to ensure that we're, we're constantly improving. And currently Guide Dogs Australia is undertaking a community survey. I understand this isn't the first time, but what is it that the survey seeks to understand? Vaughan, I guess overall we're just want, we want to make sure that we are providing valuable services that people out there in the blind and low vision community want and, and we're doing a really good job of that. Uh, also we want to we do a lot of education out of the community, we run campaigns uh, around blindness related issues and it's important to us to know that those campaigns are actually hitting the mark um, and if there's something we can do better we want to know about it and you know what, what better way to find out than to ask the blind and low vision community themselves. Um, it was also really important to us that uh, anyone could participate in this survey. If you, if you are a person who identifies as being blind or has low vision, um, we encourage you to take part because even if you're not receiving our services, I think just everyone's voice is very important. And I can attest to the fact that the uh, survey is accessible. I've completed it myself. But Ian, perhaps you'd like to talk about what sort of questions are being asked. So there's a range of different questions. We wanted to try and identify some of the challenges and issues that people might be having in engaging in their community and, and getting out and about, um, but also understand what's working, so what, what people are achieving and what's actually working. So there's a number of questions around um, what access challenges people might have and you know whether it's around transport, whether it's around taxis or ride shares. So there's some access you know, are, are people having access challenges? What are the, what's creating their, I guess, making it difficult for them to do the things that they'd like to do, to participate in community, to, to get out, be social, whether it's employment, to so getting an understanding what those challenges or issues are and working through, which will help us, I guess, understand as an organisation, what are the supports that we're currently providing that might assist people to be more active in their community? But actually, what are the supports we're not currently providing but actually are needed and may be able to support people to be more active in their community? And as what Ben said, it also will support our campaigning and advocacy at a policy level. So if we're thinking about what, you know, what to ensure that we continue to focus on inclusive, accessible communities for people who are blind and no vision, what is it that government need to consider in their policy and, and design? And this isn't the first time such a survey has been undertaken uh, by the Guide Dogs brand or Guide Dogs Australia. What have some of the results indicated previously, particularly in terms of government policy setting and what work is being done to, to make sure that the future matches up with, uh, with people's expectations? So the, we've done, this is the third time we've done the, the, the survey and, and we've tried to keep some of the questions quite the same. So we want to look over, over, over a period of time 
is there any difference or change or improvement in in, in what's happening with either with policy or with our services and support to enabling people to be more active in their community? So this will be really interesting. We haven't done one because of COVID. Um, this, as we know, COVID disrupted a lot of things, but um, COVID, did, this survey was meant to go out in 2020-21, um, but because people were already somewhat impacted in connecting and being active in their communities due to COVID, we made a decision to hold it back um, and we've now released it. So we are really interested to look at this comparative data over a period of time to see you know, are, basically are our campaigns, as what Ben said, hitting the mark and, and making a difference. So particularly looking at um, accessibility design. So, and, and I think there has been some really big improvements when you look at, uh, um, I can I can only re probably reflect more in Victoria, but the when thinking about Yarra trams or our train systems, there's a lot more engagement involvement with people from the disability sector, in particular now the blind and low vision sector, in 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 the re disability access reference groups, and therefore when looking at um, in Victoria, they've just done a whole range of new stations, and there's been a, a very strong advocacy level at a reference group to ensure that those those new stations are meeting the needs of people who are blind and have low vision. So I think there's some of the achievements that that have come out of some of the work that we've captured from previous surveys and we're really keen to see in this survey um, we've got questions very specific around transport and trains and buses and trams has the work that we've done made a difference or not one of the key aspects of course of life for for blind and vision impaired people in australia is employment and i don't recall off the top of my head whether uh, there are any questions around uh, whether people are employed or not and at what sort of uh, level they're employed and i think one of the um, things that the guide dog organizations uh, can be very proud of is that they have always been very strong employers of people who are blind or vision impaired and continue to be mm -hmm. so is that something that you're thinking about uh, as part of uh, uh, survey methodology now and into the future? So this survey, you're, you're right Vaughan, we didn't ask any, because there's a number of sort of just general demographic questions at the beginning. We we selected or chose not to at this for this survey to talk about education levels and employment and employment types. But I, I agree Vaughan, it's a really valuable um, information to capture for the future and which would then influence, you know, some of our work with government and, and employment agencies. And we know what's coming out of the Disability Royal Commission, that the the importance of people in workplaces that actually have lived experience and at all levels of the organisation. So from, from board to executive and management, right through to direct delivery of services and supports. So the Royal Commission's been really clear on that and interesting that 90% of businesses and organisations acknowledge it's important, but only 4% are delivering on it. So mm. we need to change that narrative and really change, you know, try and influence that change across industry and across business to ensure people with disability are included in workplaces and work work that Ben's doing in, in working with organisations because we at Guide Dogs are trying to ensure that we have an inclusive, accessible workplace but we want to role model that. But secondly, what Ben's doing in working with other organisations and agencies is really trying to ensure workplaces are accessible because to be inclusive and accessible, it's not, it's not the disability, people with disabilities have got enormous value to add 
in, in employment and in, in, in industry and in the work in the workforce, but it's the workforce that's creating that sort of barrier by not having accessible workplaces. If we make uh, workplaces accessible for our employees with disability, that of course by uh, follow-on makes them accessible for customers, clients, and other people uh, who who access that uh, that premises. How can people complete the survey, Ben? Uh, the easiest way is you can go straight to guidedogs.com.au forward slash survey and that'll take you straight to the latest news article that we have about it and give you basically the overview of what the survey is all about and give you various options to complete. So you've got the accessible online version, um, but Vaughan, we know that no matter how accessible something is, some people may just prefer to talk to somebody on the phone. So that telephone option there as well. In fact, if you if you know already that the, the online version is not going to suit your needs, you can call 1800 965 900. That's 1800 965 900. And you'll get an answering service there where you can simply leave your name, telephone number, and someone will call you back and run through the survey with you over the phone at a time that's convenient. And we really did encourage people this time around to um, to make use of that online survey. Even if you just you want to sit down with a trusted friend, family member, etc., go through it online. Um, you get to do it in the comfort of your own home then with somebody you trust. And the beauty of that is that the, the telephone spots are unlimited. There's approximately 350. So we thought, why not leverage the online surveys because we can have as many of those come in as possible. Look, I'd just like to thank you guys for getting involved, Vaughan, to Sally and the whole crew there, and for you having us on here today, because I think this is really important. Look, I'm a very proud member of the blind community, and uh, the more of this data that comes in, the more hopefully we here at Guide Dogs and other organisations that may benefit from some of this data as well uh, can, can make some real positive change. And if you'd like to fill in that survey, you can do a search on guidedogs.com.au for the survey link and you'll find it there. It is accessible with screen readers, but if you have any issues, contact Guide Dogs Australia and they'll be happy to assist. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660. That number again, 1-800-033-660. Or you can email bca at bca.org.au. bca at bca.org.au. Next week, that promised discussion on overt discrimination and some ways in which it can be dealt with. I'm Vaughan Benison. Do take care. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of our dreams Of our dreams